Midnight Prayer Watch. We live one more again. We want to thank y'all for keeping us in your prayers, for keeping vigilance on the towers, because we are going in. I am your humble host, Delta. One more again, coming back to you. I am so thankful to have another chance to be ministering, to be praying, to be interceding for your prayer requests for you, sons and daughters of the Most High God. We are out here one more again. So I just had to let that one simmer because, you know, we had to approach the Holy of Holies this evening going into the new day. We had to lift up these praises to God and just let our requests be known, y'all. This is what Midnight Prayer Watch is here to do. So we are very, very, very just excited. I'm so like, I'm psyched right now. I'm a little hype right now, but I'm just like ready for all of the blazing fire, F-I-Y-A-H, that is about to be coming down through Holy Spirit. Because when I tell y'all tonight's prayer point, it was too big. It's too big for one night, y'all. It's too big for one watch. It's so much here for us. Holy Spirit said, yeah, we're going to have to marinate on this one for a hot minute. So we're talking about communion. And I'm saying like, like a lot of people take that and me included before Holy Spirit like hit me with this over the past week was like, it's such a ritualistic thing. It's such a a process or a um a an expectation of you know I gotta get my monthly cup filled again I gotta go and and go make sure that I'm you know eating that bread and drinking that that uh Welch's juice for this month and you know cleanse myself and all that but I what Holy Spirit told me is that we are missing it one more again we are missing it with it comes to communion and not only are we missing it from a, uh, a potential legalistic point of view? But we are truly missing the peace that comes with how important it is, even in this season of distance, to continue to commune with the Lord. Woo! Okay, y'all, I got. I gotta just. I gotta back up. Okay, I gotta back up on this one because it's gonna be a lot to unpack. And that's why we gotta we gotta take our time. We're gonna obviously wash ourselves in the word and make sure we understand every piece and part of this together. We're gonna chew on it, y'all. We gotta chew on this together because it is communion, union at the end of that. So let us go to Abba in prayer, y'all. Oh, most gracious heavenly father, we are so just full of your peace inside of us, Lord, because although we know, God, that there has been so much time that has passed in this season of um, pandemic, in this season of fear, in this season of heightened uncertainty, Lord, that you are still constant. You have not changed and you never will, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that in this season that you have just created a space for us to hear from you so clearly, God, that you've given us a chance 
to be in your presence, to, to stop us from being so busy, to stop us from being so, um, so distracted, Father, by the things in this world that vie for our attention day in and day out, Father, by the, the speed of our lives, Father, just getting away from us that we are just forgetting about the things that we do hold dear. Father, we thank you that you have used this thing, this circumstance, this situation that has caused so many people grief and loss and anxiety and fear and uncertainty, and that everyone has been affected in a way, Father God, that is specific to their own situation, specific to their own family, Father God, that even in this time, Father God, where you have brought us back from fear, which is a, a what if situation to even if and back into faith, Father God, because we have faith that you turn anything that the evil, uh, that, that the, the devil meant for evil, you turn it into good, Father. And we just thank you that good is turning this corner for lots of your children, your sons and your daughters, for for those saints, Father God, that are pressing into you now more than ever, for even those saints, Father, that have gotten to a point where there was no other option but to turn to you, Lord, we know you still work in those circumstances. And we thank you, Father, that there is peace in your presence. There is fullness of joy. We thank you, Lord, that you have changed our vision and our perspective to look at things in a way that sees you bigger than all obstacles, that those situations, that those circumstances, that those hard times and those painful moments, Father God, are nothing compared to the pain and the suffering that you sent your son to endure for us to have an eternal life with you, Father. Oh, Lord, help us to keep that in the beginning of our mind's eye. Help us to keep that top of mind Help us to keep that fact, Lord, on the tip of our tongue whenever the enemy is sending any thoughts of doubt, whenever the enemy is sending any thoughts of self-destruction or self-harm. Help us to keep that very thought, Father God, that you love us so much that no matter what came against us, it is minuscule compared to the sacrifice that you have made for us, Lord, if we would just understand how much bigger you are than our problems. Oh, Father, there will be so many hearts that would change. There will be so many minds that would be renewed. Lord, I just thank you, Father, that even now during this midnight prayer watch that you are touching lives, that you are touching hearts, that you are tugging on heartstrings that, that have been tugged before, but they're getting tighter. And people are feeling more uncomfortable, Father. You work in uncomfortable, un uncomfortability. You work, if that's a word, Lord, you work in, in the season of, of, of doubt. You work in seasons of shame. You work in seasons of pressing in and pushing forward and encouragement. Father, you work in any situation, Lord. You are able to do everything. Oh, because apart from you, we can do nothing, Lord. Let us remember, lest we forget that it's not by our own might. It's not by our power, but it's by your spirit, Father God. And so we declare and decree into your hands, we commit our spirit, Lord. 
so that your spirit of truth can have your way inside of us, Father. And I just thank you, Lord, that this season in 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 going in a year in in the world just being changed in 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 such a small, finite amount of time, Father God, that people have have come to grips with their reality, that people have started to face those blockages. People have started to face those demons that they were hiding in the closet because they didn't have time to deal with it, or they got too tired to to even uh, uh, remember that they still had something holding on to them, something holding back, some heaviness that was trying to keep them back, Father God. We thank you that even in this season, Lord, that you have given us an opportunity to face it, to face it, Lord, knowing that we have giants inside of us, that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, that you give us the hope of glory, Father God, in your son. And we thank you, Lord, that this is a time for us to take an examination, to take a, a, to check ourselves, Father God, before we come to you and we just remember and just in remembrance of you and, and the, the sacrifice that you made for us by giving us your one and only son, that we would just take it seriously, Lord, and remember how important it is to be in communion, to be in union to be able to break bread and to be able to drink from the cup, Father God, even when we're not able to do it underneath the, the, the four walls of a building called a church. Woo, Lord, even when we're not able to do it under the guise of, of legalism, under the guise of, of ritualistic process, under the guise of, of expectation because you don't want to look like you're not saved in front of your neighbor before you take it, Father God. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Even now, Father God, in our privacy of our own homes, where we are in a place, Father, that, that communion is not, is not normally taken, Father, that we wouldn't forget, that lest we forget that your, your spirit that your word holds true wherever we go, Father God, no matter what environment we are in, no matter what people we are surrounded by, Father, help us to remember what you expect from us, that you expect holiness, you expect purity, you expect righteousness, you expect for us, God, to, to walk in spirit and in truth, you expect for us to fear you, Lord. You expect for us to be in submission and be humble, Father God, and not to boast, not to boast that we have the authority over serpents and scorpions and over all power of the enemy, but to be so content with just the fact that our names are written in heaven. Lord, help us to remember in this season of, of, of reflecting after a year of continued uncertainty, Lord. And even now, as there still is no solution in the world, because you, Father, are the only one that can bring an eternal solution for us, but that there is no solution and there is no clear outline of what normalcy looks like or when it comes back to normalcy, Father God, that those that, that are looking for a solution would start to turn to you for their ultimate solution to be determined, Father. Oh, Lord, have your way in all of us this season. 
have your way in our hearts, Father God, in our secret place with you. Help us to just continue to examine ourselves, Father God, that you would help us put that magnifying glass back on ourselves before we put it on others. Lord, help us to be, um, help us not to be hypocrites. Help us to take off that Pharisee-like spirit. Ooh, Lord, we condemn it right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus Christ's name, we put the, we put down and we put the death, that Pharisee-like spirit, Father God, that wants to apply the word to others. Oh, Lord, that does not want to take into account what Jesus came to do. The one that wants to just be in the law and the letter of the law, Father God, and to turn that magnifying glass onto others instead of turning it back to ourselves. Father, we are not better than the other one. You said to love our neighbors, Father, that anyone's situation or circumstance is not better than the other. And who are we to judge? You are the only righteous judge. Lord, help us to not have that Pharisee-like mentality where others' sins are seen as worse than ours, where others' demons are seen as more powerful than ours, that others' situations seem as, oh, that they're more unclean than we are. There is no such thing. Lord, help us to remember the rubric and the scale is that we were all sinners. We are all sinners and we have all been saved by grace, if we would just believe it, if we would just come alongside of each other in union and help edify, exhort, encourage, and help support and love one another, Father God, this season, Lord, oh, let us not be hypocrites. Let us not be judges of men, Father God. You are the only judge, Lord. Help us to just stay in a position to only be humble for you. Resist the proud, but give grace to the humble, Lord. And we need your grace every day, Lord. I just thank you, Abba, for even now that you are just touching hearts, that you are creating friction in, in people that are coming to mind where we may not have been as loving neighbors to them as we should have been. Lord, help us to be in a position where we can receive everything that you have for us. And we just thank you, Lord, that even in our mistakes, even in our missteps, even in our judgment of others that was done wrongfully and not according to your will, that you still forgive us that you still give us a chance after chance after chance after chance to, to repent, Lord, and to give it back to you after we do the important examination, after we turn that magnifying glass that we had on others back on ourselves and that we humble ourselves and that we confess to you, Father God, that we need you and that it's not by our might, by our power, but in all things, through Christ Jesus, are we able to do anything, Father God? We just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to be in this space right here and right now. And we put down 
right now. Father, I command our release right now from those Pharisee-like spirits in the name of Jesus, from those legalistic spirits in the name of Jesus that may be coming through your bloodlines, that maybe you don't even realize that it's not anything you were exposed to, but it was something that your parents were exposed to, your grandparents were exposed to, and it came through to you in the bloodline, and you're dealing with the sins of your fathers. Even now, are you remembering? Where is this coming from? Father, search it out. Lord, allow us to examine so that we can uproot that unclean thing, so that we can take a shovel and, and take that root out once and for all, Father God, for there is restoration, Lord. There is true deliverance. You said that deliverance is the children's bread, Father, and we accept and agree that we want to eat from the manna of heaven, Lord. Thank you. Oh, Lord, allow us to not just be doers of the word and be hearers of the word. Father, give us time to just have ears to hear. And when we are hearing, Father God, we can't hear and speak at the same time. Lord, put on our hearts your voice. Put on our hearts those things that you have been trying to communicate to us. And let us not be so busy. Let us not be so distracted because you are you have already eliminated all of those things, God. You have already put those things down and 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 already showed us that it 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 doesn't even have to be like this. Like these these things that we were used to that we thought were commonplace in life, they can easily be taken away, Father. But you are using this time of taking away to build us up. Lord, thank you. Lord, we love you so much, and I plead your precious blood, Christ Jesus, over every single prayer watcher right now from the crown of their heads down through to the soles of their feet. Seek, search them, Father God. Oh, Holy Spirit, search them out right now. Search them and reveal to them anything that's not like you that needs to go in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Abba, for this time, and we love you, and we praise your precious, matchless name, Christ Jesus. Amen. Oh, yes, everybody. Let me, let me just let that simmer, okay? Because I got to, I got to simmer for a second. Woo. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not going to run. I'm not going to get up and start running because, whoo, there is so much that we have got to be real with ourselves this season. We got to be real. Oh, how many times do I say this? How many times do we talk about this? This midnight prayer watch is real talk. We are not sugarcoating. It's real talk because it comes from the word, y'all. And I'm, I'm challenging you to challenge me. Go find it for yourselves because there's something inside of there for you that may be something you get that's applied to your life specifically. But I'm coming to you with just the, here's the prayer point that we need to start unpacking. Here's the prayer point that we need to understand the layers with in Midnight Prayer Watch and give you an opportunity to make your request known. But I'm telling y'all, there's so much truth here for you in the word. And this is why we are able to come strong and talk about these subjects and, and be able to be real because the Lord is saying, put some respect on my name this season. 
put some respect on my name. How many people are out here just slandering the Lord's name? If you really knew who he was, you wouldn't even think. You wouldn't even have an entertaining thought about slandering his name, about blaspheming his name, blaspheming the Holy Spirit, grieving the Holy Spirit. Do we really know who we serve, y'all? So I just I just have to let that simmer, guys. This midnight prayer watch is real talk, okay? So I'm a, I'm gonna keep going because we we gotta start unpacking communion. So I have to let y'all know I had an encounter over this past week, and I have been pressing in like nobody's business because there's still so much left. Nobody is perfect. I am so valuable. I am so much human and flesh and, and nobody is better. Like we talked about, nobody is better than the next person. Your sin is not better or worse than the next person. I'm telling y'all, communion is where we need to be at right now. How many of us have had a chance to have communion over the last year? And this is where I was at. Like I was, I was in a place where I was just fumbling. I mean, like truly fumbling the ball, like Mark Sanchez can't even get out of the snap, fumble the ball, y'all. And I was like, how is this happening, Lord? Like, I thought I would be able to see this coming. I thought I would at least have enough discernment to know what the attack was and then be ready and prepared. But he just like, there you go with that pride again. So... He had me in the prayer room, the 24-7 prayer room. We got this 24-7 prayer room out here in the States, y'all. And I'm telling you, I take advantage of it. I probably go like once every other month or so because I need it. And I was I was very upset when it was closed because of pandemic kind of in the beginning of the season. But they open again. So if anybody want to know where the 24-7 prayer room is, you in the States, Hit me up after this. I'll definitely send you that resource. Like we talk about, we connect you to resources here at Midnight Prayer Watch. Um, but I had to go to the prayer room. And I'm telling y'all, like, it wasn't just going in with an expectation. It was just going in because <sighs> in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. Does anybody believe that? Does anybody really understand that? And I was just seeking that presence. And I, I'm telling you, it hit me. It hit me. And I was like, whoo, I need all of this. Lord, please send it down. Mm. And then this is when he hit me with the prayer point. He said, we're going to have to, we're going to take some time and we're going to have to gently unpack this one because he said, how many of my people have not been able to commune because we have not been in unity? I mean, I have I had I can count on one hand the number of times that I have been back inside of the church during service. And I don't know how many other people have that same experience from a year ago. And a year is a long time. It feels like it went by really, really fast, but a year is a long time for us. So think about this, right? So from when pre-COVID, we were doing communion probably like every month, at least once a month, right? And normally that happened because they broke out the wafers and the Welch's juice and was like, it's time to do communion, y'all. And you would just, you know, you would do it. Now, this is this is one of the things 
that I had to come to grips with was that people that would take communion inside of church may not be in a place where they are truly able to take communion. And this is the first layer. So this is what I have right now on the screen for us, just to show you where we're going for the rest of March. This is how communion is going to go for the rest of the prayer watches. We're going to first talk about examination tonight. And I've got some really good scriptures to just wash us in and washing us in the word to really start to unpack and marinate in because we may need to start examining tonight. You may not be finished tonight. But at the end of this thing, we're going to take communion, our midnight prayer watch, y'all. We're going to take it together because we have to remember, what did he do for us? How do you apply the finished work on the cross when you don't remember what was done to the body and what was the blood for? What was it spilled for? So we have to do that. I'm telling y'all, it's going to be on fire, F-I-Y-A-H. Fire. So stay with us. These next four weeks, we are going to be unpacking communion. First tonight, talking about examination. We're going to be talking about relationship, renewal, and authority. And like I said, we are going to end our month of March this season and Midnight Prayer Watch by taking communion together because how many of y'all have not had it yet? I mean, I'm 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 ready. I did it over the weekend because I felt it. It was like, okay, Lord, this is what you want me to do. I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it again. We're gonna keep doing it as the Holy Spirit leads us to do because there is there is something that happens when you take communion. We're going we are going to unpack part of that tonight. So I want you all to just start thinking about what is it that you would think about when you took communion. And when was the last time you did that same process? Maybe you didn't take the bread. Maybe you didn't take the cup or the Welch's juice or the grape juice or the wine, whatever, whatever you prefer to take. Maybe you haven't ingested that. But has your mind even been in the same thought process since the last time you took communion? Is anybody, let me just, this just hit me. Is anybody scared to take communion because of the fact that it's it's a communal thing, right? It's like a piece of bread and it's it's a cup. Like unless you have the single serve wafers with the cup that's all sealed and all that kind of good stuff. There are some um, churches and there are some assemblies where it's actually a loaf of bread and it's actually like a cup and it's all communal. Like how many of us? are afraid to take communion because of everything happening in the world when healthcare blew up and everybody's germs are on blast now for you know potentially being uh life threatening and things like that. So how think about that. Are you have you been afraid to take communion? And in addition to that, are you in a place today where you truly understand and had understood what communion meant. And I just want y'all to start with that. Let's simmer on that for a little bit as we move into the scriptures for this evening. And the first one that I wanted to go back to is something that I know we all hear this when you have taken communion before. 
So when we talk about the opportunity to move into communion, does anybody know that there is something that has to happen before you actually take communion? And this is this all of this is is a part of, you know, the I think the misnomer that comes with the terminology of communion. And that that's where we get into the whole legalistic view and being able to do things just because you're checking the box. Um, we've, we have to be mindful about that, guys, because as you heard me praying, we're not trying to be Pharisees out here, okay? You already know what happened. Jesus turned the table over on the Pharisees. He turned them over. The Pharisees are the ones that delivered him to the Roman soldiers. No, we can't be anything close to that, like not at all. So I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. We were rebuking that Pharisee-like spirit. So in 1 Corinthians 11, we talk, this is kind of where um, we're talking about the what is it that we all are expected to do when we're taking communion. And so everybody knows, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This is remembers to me. I'm not glazing over that um, from, a, from a how important that is. But just for this particular prayer point tonight, we are going to go to verses um, 27 through 32. So we want to start first by just thinking about what does the Lord say when this is the expectation of what takes place before you take communion. So starting with verse 27, therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But, so here's our out. But, Let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many of you are sick, are weak and sick among you and many sleep for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged but when we are judged we are chastened by the lord that we may not be condemned with the world so i know that was a lot so i want to take it back because that i gotta let that just sit so right now we're talking about examination this is the first part of our communion series examination so who caught that in the beginning of the scripture i'm gonna bring it back on the screen that says whoever eats or drinks of the cup in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the lord guilty wait a second i i don't know about y'all but i don't think anybody wants to walk into a courtroom and say that you guilty no 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 especially when you're talking about of the body and the blood of the Lord, we know what happened to Jesus. They strung him up, hung him wide on the cross, beat him down, stripes through all of the 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 the, the, the torture and the suffering that he endured. 
And so the Lord starts off by by being oh, keeping it real, okay? Like like we talking about, he keeping it real. Whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. So what I'm taking that piece to mean is that if you eating this bread and drinking this cup and you know that you shouldn't be and you are unworthy, uh, you are being guilty of what happened to my son on the cross. Not that he saved you, but that you put him there. That's no place that I want to be at. I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all, but just straight up starting off, the Lord was like, look, like you know how you know how somebody is trying to trying to kick it to you for real and they like okay look this is what i'm i'm really trying to say that's what the lord said he started off with let me keep it real with you but he gave us an out Ooh, how many of us are happy for this out y'all this is but this is where i'm saying we got to start with this season of communion but let a man examine himself not his mama not his baby's mama, not his son, not his brother or his sister. What does it say? But let a man examine himself. Okay, I'm gonna let that one simmer for just a second. Because we not we not putting the magnifying glass on other people. We got to turn it on ourselves, y'all. Okay, and so let a man examine himself, and so let him. So he's saying, let him eat um, of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats, so this is the opposite. So he's saying, okay, so if you examine yourself and you eat of the bread, drink of the cup. Now, if you eat and drink in an unworthy manner and you drink judgment to yourself, you're not discerning the Lord's body. So now we're bringing on all kinds of stuff that we not supposed to be dealing with because of the finished work on the cross. But because we haven't examined ourselves, we are, we're drinking it in. Oh my God. I mean, do, do y'all understand that, that this, we, this is not flesh and blood. We do not war according to flesh and blood, but according to spiritual things. Oh, can y'all, can y'all catch this? So you're eating and drinking judgment to yourself. Ooh, I wouldn't want to put nothing in my body that I know is not good for me. It's like eating a a, a a a cup of nails or something. I just, ugh. Okay, so let's keep moving. So now he tells you the reason why a lot of us have suffered or are continuing to suffer with why are we weak? Why are we sick? Why are we asleep? Oh, don't we talk about this at Midnight Prayer Watch? Like, we out here sleep at midnight, vulnerable to the enemy. But you got people out here that are in that state, not because they want to be, but because of this. Let's think about it. like this is for real. Like the Lord is saying you're going to be weak and sick and sleep if you do this. If you drink and you are unworthy, if you eat and you are unworthy. And then he said, but if we judge ourselves. We would not be judged, but when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may, may not be condemned with the world. So if you if you don't want to be the one that is 
drinking your own judgment away <laughs> and you i mean it's like think about this would you rather be yelled at your parent or would you rather be incarcerated in jail by the policeman like let's let's think about that like i would rather be on punishment from my parent than have to go do some time and do a bed in a jailhouse no so let's let's think about like the lord is like i'm putting myself in between you and this judgment but in order for you to have an opportunity to be there coming back to the beginning the top of the scripture let a man examine himself so this is where we are hitting at tonight y'all we talked about communion before you can even take the bread or drink from the cup you have to examine yourself and what are you doing during that time you are being real like check yourself how many times have we tried to explain away a reason why we did something how many times have we tried to legitimize an action well we knew we was all the way wrong and and that just goes back to are you humble enough are you putting on humility and meekness and the character of god that 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 god said that we need to have as man are you putting that on to be able to be in a place where you can actually do some self-examination because what happens when you examine yourself and you know that this is this is not something that you want to play around with you about to you not about to just take this wafer because the person next to you is looking to see are you going to eat this are you going to pass the plate okay so that means you're not saved. i don't know if anybody any church folk out here i was there i was there people looking around like oh you ain't take no communion Mm. Mm, okay i see how you living all right you're all living in sin and stuff like that okay you're getting them legalistic looks i know but it don't matter if you're not worthy don't bring that judgment on yourself but but can you be in a place where you at least will be humble enough to say, I need to examine what it is that needs to be put before God, put at the foot of the altar, the foot of the cross, so that he can apply the finished work of the cross and he can have this, this, this forgiveness, this chastening for me, so I can have this punishment instead of this trial instead of this life sentence okay is that is that a good analogy for us we i'd rather be grounded than have a life sentence okay one time it, it only happened one time i'd rather just be grounded okay i'll i'll take my licks i'll take my spanking lord chastening me i'll take it lord because that's what you said you could do rather than be up in somebody prison doing a bed because I decided that I was big and bold and I was too prideful to admit that I was wrong. And what happens when we get to this point? We got to be able to repent. But it starts with self-examination. Have we ever just sat in that? Like this is what happened to me when I was in the prayer room, y'all, at 24-7 prayer room. I just was sitting there. And I was quiet. When was the last time that we actually sat down and we were still and allowed the Lord 
to come into our thoughts, allowed his voice to speak. But are we just so tied up in, in our own space, in our own needs, in our own requests that we are not even allowing him to talk to us? Ooh, we about to we about to unpack this in a couple of weeks, y'all. How do you have a relationship with someone when you're the only one doing the talking? I, I don't know about y'all, but I wouldn't be in no relationship with somebody that was only talking to me. I'd be like, listen, okay, this seemed very one-sided. It's apparent that all you want to do is is be the one that's talking. And you know, I, all I have to do is listen. So um, you know, if you if you want to go get a stuffed animal, or you know, if you just want to be in a room and just record yourself, you know, maybe maybe that'll work out for you. But it's not reciprocal. So how do we expect to grow? How do we expect to evolve? How do we expect for the Lord to really work in us if we're in this space? Well, all we're doing is just talking at him, just talking at him. So here's my check yourself for this part of our communion series is you got to first sit down and examine yourself. And you can't do that when you're distracted. You can't examine when you're talking. Normally examinations happen, like you think about taking an exam. Do you take an exam where everybody's around you talking? Do they? Does the proctor of the exam let you talk? Nah, because you're sharing the answers. You over here cheating and stuff. Nah. Think about it, y'all. We have to be real with ourselves. The season he's given us an opportunity. He's already put it in, in plain sight for us in a year of keeping us inside for the most part. We have to be real. When was the last time you examined yourself? So we are going to let that sit because what did I say? You got to be in stillness in order to let true examination take you there. And the Lord, he knows what's actually happening in your heart. He knows what's happening in that quiet time. He knows if you sat down and say, okay, Lord, I'm going to examine myself. But you over here thinking about your news feed. Or you over here thinking about what you're going to have for dinner. And then you set your timer on your, your phone to say, okay, God, you only got 10 minutes. Ooh, I wish somebody would put me on a time if I was talking to him. Woo! Do you understand? <laughs> you understand how quickly I'm going to leave that room? <laughs> Oh my goodness, do y'all understand that we are created after the God, after our God's own image? Who would do that? So we I'm telling y'all, it's gonna be who it's gonna be so good these next four weeks. Start with examination, self-examination. Because as we continue on, like I said, we about to go in, y'all. It's gonna be a whole like a whole just new move that's going to happen. And so the first step to getting prepared is self-examination. Give the Lord the time. Give him the respect, y'all. Put some respect on his name, okay? To, to help you really peel back the layers of this examination time. Because I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to go and take a communion unworthy. 
Because don't nobody want sickness, weakness, or sleep for the enemy to come and get me. I know y'all don't want it neither, and I don't want it for you. So please take this examination period seriously. If you need to continue pressing in, if it's after the midnight prayer watch tonight, if it's I'm just going to do this throughout the next week until we get to the week after, whatever the timeline is that the Lord is putting on your heart, all I've asked for y'all to do is just be obedient to what he tells you to do. And so this is the week of examination, y'all. Let us continue to examine and just be in relationship with the Lord. As you see, we're going to continue to peel back the layers of communion. And I just thank y'all again for hanging in there tonight as we just start to unpack these these big, really big, uh, um, heavy subjects where we are continuing to keep it real. And like I said, that's that's just that's our mantle here at Midnight Prayer Watch that we carry. Um, we carry with humbleness and honor is to be able to keep it real because so many people out here being fake, they lying to your face. They are false prophets. They want you to stumble. They don't want you to find it. Some people are also just misguided and don't know it. But I'm telling y'all, challenge me every time. Challenge me. And go into the word for yourself because there's something there for you that may not have been made plain during midnight prayer watch. That may not have been made plain even as you talk to other people. It's there for you to get it for you. No one else can get it but you because you're the only one when you're in a room in the darkness and it's, it's just you and the Lord. It's not you and your mama. It's not you and your brother, your sister, your cousin, your uncle, your aunt, your grandson, your grandchild. Y'all get the point. So if anybody has been tuning in and, and is in a place where you're like, "Woo, this is a lot. And you are at least to a point where you're like, I don't want to be the one that's unworthy that is taking from the bread and drinking from the cup. And I just have had these, these heartstrings pulled for so long. And this is my season. Oh, I am here for y'all. This is your, this is your season. This is what the Lord has called you to. It is so simple. He made this so simple that children can do it. And it first starts with the prayer. So you got to ask him into your heart, confess him into you in over your heart and your life. And this is just a this is just a simple prayer that you can start with. And we ask we're going to recite this with you. We just ask that you do this if you are ready to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and know that you are a sinner. So recite this with me, y'all. God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. And he was raised from the grave and is alive right now. I confess you as Lord over my life. Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. In your name, I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer just now, we are rejoicing with you. Your name was just written in the Lamb's Book of Life and all of heaven. All the Bible says, all of heaven, all the angels stop and rejoice when it just is one. 
one person is all it takes. And we are so happy that you made that decision for your life. Now that you know that you know that you know where you are headed, we just want you to continue to walk steadfastly. So stay connected with us. Reach out to us if you're looking at continuing that walk or if you're looking for how can you get connected in the community of believers. Um, If you're looking at additional resources, if you are um, currently in a place where maybe you rededicated your life and you are a believer, and we just thank you all sons and daughters of Christ. We thank you, saints. We thank you all for just being supportive of Midnight Prayer Watch in the ministry. And we just want to stay connected to you and and continue to um, bring forth anything that is on your hearts, too. You know, Holy Spirit continues to move and provide us with direction and guidance on prayer points and things like that. But if there's anything else that you want to, you know, have an open discussion or dialogue about, then feel free to stay connected to us, subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, and also follow our Facebook page. And like I said earlier, if there's any prayer requests or if there's any even praise reports that you want to uh, socialize over to Midnight Prayer Watch and our team, and you feel like it needs to be a little bit more private than um, comments and, and things on social, feel free to send us an email to our Gmail account, midnightprayerwatch at gmail.com. So I just want to say, y'all, uh, this is a lot. Don't, don't, don't take this lightly. This has been a very heavy subject. This has been a subject that Holy Spirit has truly said, my people don't understand how important this is. And it caught me off guard because I didn't even realize that it had been that long since I had communion. And so this is the thing is like, do we remember what Jesus has done for us? Do we remember it when he said this do in remembrance of me? Oh, do we do we get to a point, y'all, where we are taking him seriously because he is keeping it real with us this season. And if you are listening, you're going to catch it too, y'all. So I just pray that something tonight just touched you. Something tonight just brought um, an edification in the word back to you. And I just thank you all again for being able to just come before you and be your humble host. Again, just um, love the fact that there is so much engagement and that there is so much that um, you all are, are, are pressing into this season. And we're all pressing in together. So as we always say, um, we are continuing to be here, God willing. Weekly, midnight, uh, Eastern Standard Time in the States, y'all. So I appreciate everybody that tunes in um, from overseas and in our international countries. We are continuing to broaden the ministry and um, just allowing God to be magnified and his name to be glorified and wherever he is taking us to. Mm-hmm.